grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet and my co-host, Patty Peterson. We are both Avesa Quantum Healers and Medical Intuitives and your hosts today for Light Laughter and Lattes. So welcome, everyone. And if you are listening to us live on Oneness Talk Radio, Facebook or YouTube, jump into the chat and say hi. We would love to hear from you or just even know that you're here and sharing this this moment with us. So once again, welcome, everyone. We have a... um, I don't know, Patty. I feel like we've talked about self-love before, right? Many times. Many times. <laughs> Even intermingling with other topics, right? Because you can't get away from it. <laughs> you can't. You can't. And the more yeah. the more you keep saying yes to your soul, the more that, that oneness is your intention, sacred union is intention. If your intention is to find a, your soul partner, Aren't I mean, the path yeah. of that is self-love and you have to just keep doing it and keep doing it. But what I have found is where I'm applying self-love maybe refines a little differently. Absolutely. I totally agree. There's layers to that too, just like everything. (laughs) Yes. The beautiful onions that we are. (laughs) We all are, yes. How about blossoms unfurling? Yes. Yeah, blossoms are better than onions. (laughs) So to love love every one of those petals, right? Or every one of those layers. (laughs) Okay, so hi, Angela. Glad you're here. Yeah. Thank you for joining. So we were doing something kind of fun. So we, we, I titled this eight ways to love yourself more. And granted, we could come up with a lot more than eight, but Patty and I have both been actively doing this for consciously for, you know, a good 14 years. And so she came up with four and I came up with four. And if you have more that you can think of. Yep. Yep. Put them in the chat if you have more. And Mm -hmm. so we're, we're just going to take turns and we're going to go back and forth and have a little conversation on why we have these and maybe share some experiences with you on how they have helped us. So Patty, I'll let you go first. First. Okay. Um, The first one that popped in my mind, because this one made an impact. I'd been well along my awakening journey for a while And um, when a mentor said, self-love is to fully accept exactly where you are. And it it put a light bulb in my head. I went, oh, yeah, you know, we're doing these certain acts of self-love or whatever. And yet it's that constant out here, right? When I'm thinner, maybe when I'm this, when I have the partner, you know, that deeper love, whatever. And that we can be so accepting of exactly where we are. And then the statement of saying to ourselves, I love myself as I am and as I am not. 
Right. So, yeah. So that's one that I felt, okay, fully everything in my life right now, fully accepting it is an act of self-love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just encountered that one today. So as as you know, I'm actively looking for a, a house or a townhouse or another place to live. And I have been doing this for since 2015, 2016. And there's been things that have stopped me. I've had experiences that stopped me and I didn't have the energy. And then we had COVID and then the market's been crazy and the competition Mm -hmm. out there has been bonkers. And for all kinds of reasons, I haven't done it. But I had grand opportunity in 2015. Like I was being guided. I was being supported. I had everything I needed. I looked at houses, there was no competition. And I was just flat out picky, like, no, I can do better than this. No, I can do better than this. No, I can do better. And I didn't, and I didn't move. And so needless to say, now those houses are more than twice what they were. And yeah. And so now I'm out looking at things and getting a little discouraged at some of the things I'm seeing for the amount of money trying not to beat myself up (laughs) for what I didn't do. There we go. You know, for what I didn't do back then. Mm -hmm. And I I really had to stop a couple of times and just say, you know, no, I did the best that I could, you know, and I'd have to go through and go, Hey, I'm alone doing this. I don't have a partner to bounce this off of. Bounce ideas. Uh, yes. You know, I was going through divorce stuff at the time. It's a big deal to buy a, a house. lot on your plate. Absolutely. To mm-hmm. move on my own, to, to make a deal on my own, to sign the papers on my own. I'm like, okay, I just have to have to trust that it's okay. And something is still going to work out, even though it's so easy to look backwards. And, yes. and to, you know, I guess, I guess this would, this would tie into my number one, okay. right? Number right. one to self-love. So yes. we're on number two, right? Would be to release yes. judgment of self. Absolutely. Yes. Whew. That's a perfect example. Yeah. And, and, you know, so one of my themes that I bring forward in many of the shows, you know, is relationships. And I have a similar theme looking back at some of the wonderful men who have been in my life and, and there have been potential partners. I've been, that's been affirmed by other mentors and healers around me and um, higher guidance. And, um, and it gets to a certain point and because underneath there was this fear of vulnerability or whatever, not enough love of self (laughs) to allow them in deeper. And I would run, I would leave. We make up, you know, some excuse on the more external and, and looking back, I'm like, OMG, there was something there that I could have looked and gone deeper to, to um, see what kind of a magical journey maybe we could have created. So I get it. And, and same with some areas around finances. So, so how do we look back? Remember that I did the best I knew how with my consciousness at the time. I forgive myself, which is very much an act of self-love. Right, right, right. To, to you know, let go of the shoulda, would have, could have. Mm-hmm. None of us have a crystal ball, you know, even though I mm-hmm. kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much 
this guidance and support and push behind me, you know? And so to even, even love myself, knowing that I was being handed everything basically on a plate and I didn't take the plate. <laughs> and, and Jerry, could we say some of that is about receiving, which is such a big sure. piece of self-love, right? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Am I receiving, you know, what's there? Mm-hmm. In my case, I don't think it was the receiving. It was actually something else that's on my list, but I'm not going to, okay. we'll go to that. To be next. continued. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I do want to share, there is a reason I picked eight. So eight, eight is a yes. significant number right now. Um, in ascended mm-hmm. numerology, June is a two and two is really the body in union with the soul, the body and the soul together. And 2022 is the heart on the body. Yeah. High heart. Even though it's the, even though it's a number two, like our sacral, no, it's, it relates in ascended numerology to our heart. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then this, the 2022 is a six. And so together Mm -hmm. the two and the six make an eight. So this month is all about the eight, which brings in the Lotus chakra and the archangelic realm. So Lotus chakra is right up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And of course, that would be Archangelic Realm too, right? You know, our our guidance and our inspiration mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. So eight, eight is a eight is the number of the month. So and and you bring in four, which is four is about balance and love, right? And this is about self-love. Mm-hmm. So the two fours together and we'll have a we'll have a perfectly guided eight that will help you all. <laughs> Yes, yes. Think of that whole archangelic support radiating around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so we've got um, accepting ourselves where we are and where we aren't, like self-acceptance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. releasing judgment. Uh, mm-hmm. We could probably talk a little bit more about that. That is, I've found hmm, the more that I lift in consciousness, self-judgment refines and refines and refines. Exactly. Like at we first. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. It's easy to see the judgment at first when you're at the point where you're looking at people and physically judging them. And you then, and then you're aware that if I'm judging someone on the outside, it's because I have a deeper judgment of myself. So I have to heal my judgment around whatever that is, bring it to acceptance. And, you know, so that's where the judgment is easy. But later it starts to refine a little bit more into ways that you're not even totally aware that you're self-judging, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Are you able to think of any examples? And that's I'm going. None, nothing's popping in my mind right now, and yet that's been my journey, especially this year. And um, is you know this refinement, this pieces underneath that we weren't even conscious of in how we're judging ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know whether, um, yeah, not quite uh, believing in our ourself or something or whatever. I don't know. You got any that come to your mind? Well, you know, even even something little like calling something good or bad. True, true. You know, it's mm-hmm. something so simple. I mean, you might see something out in the world where you're like, obviously that's bad. 
Well, no, (laughs) not not obviously. When you release judgment, it may look bad. It may not feel good. It may not taste good or any of those things. But how do we know what's good for the growth of another person? Right. Exactly. How do we know their journey, their role? Yes. That's exactly so that anything around us, noticing more where we're putting these labels, right? Good, bad, black, white. Yeah, let's go deeper there. Right. Well, and I have an example. I usually do, mm-hmm. right? Yes. <laughs> so I could judge my apartments harshly for raising my rent again. <laughs> $600 in a year, two years, right? There, There's like no no tenant rights in Idaho the they can they can raise as much or as often as they want if you're oh, out of lease okay. and there's no no percentage or limit on that which there was in in mm-hmm. Minnesota where I lived previously so yes. i could judge them and be upset and say that's bad what are they doing but on another note i've been wanting to move for the longest time and this actually has put me in motion, got me actively taking steps that I wouldn't mm-hmm. take had I not been given the nudge. So on the outside, yes, it was hard to go through. But from another perspective, I think it's going to actually get me where I've been wanting to go anyways. <laughs> it's going to be that nudge, uh, that extra, right? Impetus. <laughs> Very good. You know, and what comes to my mind is um, some of our body symptoms, how easy is it to judge our body? Oh, there's something wrong. When underneath there's a message, there's an opportunity to go deeper to get them get what's what it's saying and perhaps maybe cleanse or whatever that is. And how then can we really accept where that's at and love that and forgive that part of the body, not judge it so harshly. Right. Or, or the, the actions that are happening in the outer world, you know, daily, which can look from Mm -hmm. many, from, from a certain perspective can look terrible or unfair or unreasonable or imbalanced. Well, if the world's in balance, if, if a lot of people are out of balance inside, the world's going to reflect that. So is it really to to place judgment on it is making it worse and it's not the solution. <laughs> We're adding to that energy of it. Absolutely. We're adding to it, right? We just need to go inside and find more balance and within us. Feel that peace within us will mm-hmm. have an outward expression that is way more than what our little pea brains even know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's two. Right? Okay, Anything you're up. To- Okay, three. And that ties to seeing our goodness, right? You know, there's a practice we learned in our medical intuitive training, and I give this one to clients a lot. And it's amazing how how um, some people have a really hard time. And so it's like thinking back over the last month of any experience where you were excited or happy about the presence you held and and your level of engagement and and some people have a really difficult time with seeing that goodness in them and that ties to our self-worth our self-worth and our value is more about the infinite divine that we are not just the personality you know self-esteem stuff and so this how can we see that goodness do we 
Do we honor that we are this divine being that is is holding presence, is offering acceptance to somebody, um, compassion, whatever. And so I like that practice periodically too. Go back and think, okay, and let's see if I'm connecting with my, how often am I connecting with the goodness within me? Which can easily bring up the stuff about the judgment and everything else, but. Oh, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, good. So and so that was connecting with your goodness, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next one I have is putting yourself first. Mm-hmm. This is this is a hard one, boy. Right, and the, and it's all Especially, about. Go ahead. You know, look. I was just going to say, as a woman, you know, mothers, what we've seen modeled, taking all of that in context. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was probably my first and biggest step on my journey of ascension was to learn mm-hmm. that, and it, mm-hmm. it it's years of unlearning everything you've learned, <laughs> right? Yeah, it because it, it is not accepted that it it's looked at as being selfish, is you know, as yes. opposed to being selfful. And mm-hmm. as we know, or if you don't know, your energy is modeled. So all those in your family and your kids especially will model your energy. So if you want them to love themselves, you have to love yourself. You can't not love yourself and, and be the doormat and give up your everything for them and then expect them to go out in the world and put themselves first. It won't happen that way. And so if you want for your kids the best in the world, you have to do it to yourself. So it's not being selfish. It's, it's frankly the way that we're going to help balance the world. (laughs) Exactly. And see that ties then to that goodness. I have value, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's many other things we could put underneath there as far as, you know, tying into that, putting ourselves first, you know, the boundaries, the, 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 but you're right. And both of us, I mean, when we first met, right, how entrenched we were with that overdoing, overdoing, and then losing, losing, we can't know who, who we really are and depleting. And that really relates to several of the chakras too. Right. Well, and it's so much, so much the healers, you know, m- most that I know who are open, who are on the path of self-healing are the ones that have great big hearts. Right. And they want to help everyone. I want to help. I want to heal. I want to help. I want to heal. And so that energy goes out to other people first, as opposed to the self. And Mm -hmm. it's loving without balance. And that's when you start taking on other people's energy because you've given yourself away. (laughs) And you start using your energy to heal as opposed to bringing in the divine energy. So there's so much around that. And I was just at a women's group last night and there were so many that are just now seeing that that's okay (laughs) to put themselves first. Yes. So encouraging anybody, you know, if you're listening out there and and that hasn't been your, um, in your world yet, take steps and notice what then comes back to you, how you feel less um, energy depletion, fatigue, you know, how are you filling yourself up first and putting yourself? And it does take practice. Don't be hard on yourself. And 
Yes, absolutely. And, and if you have a hard time wrapping yourself around that still, if you think about it as we are the divine and we have the divine within, how do you honor the divine, right? By, by, by honoring yourself and doing, doing what's best for you, first of all, right? Operating, living from a full cup. Exactly, exactly. We cannot give if we are empty. Okay, Thank you're you up. To that. All right. Next one um, I wrote was how we choose to nourish ourselves. Now, nourish can be on all levels. Um, you know, the physical, definitely the food. You know, the more that we honor that divinity in us and wanting to lighten our, our physical in order to raise in consciousness, it, it inwardly, we're being guided. Are we listening to that? It gets easy. The body doesn't, we're just, things don't even look the same, right? Mm-hmm. I've had clients who are just are doing the journey and all of a sudden, you know, some of the old habits go away, the drinking, the pop, the, the, the cigarettes, just naturally, they didn't have to put any intention on that specifically because it was gaining their own self-love that they want to nourish this body, a form that's housing their beautiful, infinite divine beingness. And so it becomes much easier when your levels of consciousness lift to, to nourish physically with the food, the water, and then nourishing with um, what spiritual practices, the, bringing the infinite more in, the divine in, right? Sure. The people you choose to hang around with, do they nourish you or do they, do they, are they vampires? <laughs> do they take your energy? <laughs> do, they, do they bring you down? Do they bring you joy? Right? Yes. Yeah. That's all part of that nourishment. Absolutely. And, um, and support of the physical, mental, spiritual, divine being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All oh, that's a piece of it. Um, okay. So my next one is trusting yourself. Because in, in the world of the archangelic realm, trust and love are the same thing. And so the more you can trust the truth of you, trust the guidance you're getting, the more you are loving you, right? How can you really love yourself if you don't trust yourself? You can't. This was the one that my story was tied to, but now I'm trying. I forgot the story. But, oh, okay. why, why I didn't? Why I didn't buy a house back then? It wasn't that I yes. didn't feel I didn't deserve. It, it's that That's I had right. all this guidance and support, but I wasn't trusting it. Build in trust the decisions you're making. The trusting yes. that guidance. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. This and this very much relates to our solar plexus chakra, the old power center is all about trust. Do I trust my decisions? Do I trust the infinite working through me? And there too, that that's a continual practice, isn't it? Constantly. You know, and- so notice, I would just say, notice yourself when you did trust yourself and really give yourself some kudos. You know, woohoo, I did it. I trusted that look. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've been just doing that today too, going, woo-hoo! yes, I knew I should have done that and I did it and it turned out great. I'm, you know, good job. Good job, Jerry. Yes, yes. There's another self-love. Yes. Celebrate you. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and, the, and the big piece with the trust is, 
this world is so out of balance and it's this feminine and masculine energy thing that's out of balance. And it's very much tied to the heart. The heart needs to be open. We know that, but an open heart without the trust in the empowerment is a doormat. And that's, and that's why that's where we come from, right? In our raising where women are selfless, they give to everyone else and put themselves Mm -hmm. second. Well, we're coming out of that into the place where, no, it doesn't work like that anymore. We're getting more empowered, trusting ourselves, trusting the power we have. And that's where you have the balance where the heart and the the solar plexus together are in balance. And that'll bring more balance. Yep. And it's about it'll help you to take the action. Yeah. Right. Because solar plexus also governs our muscular system, not only how we digest and take in life, but... Yes, that imbalance with that heart, look out, the true divine feminine. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> magic lies there when you, when you have the love of the open heart and the trust of the guidance, and mm-hmm. then you start taking action on it, and away you go. It's like, okay, now I'm unstoppable mm-hmm. because I'm being guided and I trust it, and, yes. and I'm in a space of, of heart presence, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. A new statement I've written down that kind of ties to that is, I'm prepared to be amazed. I'm prepared to be amazed. So that's one's going through me a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. All right. My fourth one, I have a few others here, but the one I feel needs um, touching in on is, is listening and nurturing to that inner child aspect within us. Mm. This, when we are going about our day and we get triggered by another, we feel very hurt, we feel, you know, we're falling in the victim mode. When we can go in and and connect with that aspect of us that's tied to the ego, that inner child, we all have an inner child, Mm -hmm. and get, where might she, he, they be holding on to an old story, an old wound, and from that child's perspective, it's very different than us looking at it from the adult now. And we go into that and hear and listen and offer this nurturing, this compassion. That's love. Give the love to that part of you. And again, that forgiveness, you you know, you did the best you knew how with your consciousness at the time. Look, you made it to the adult. Look how, what, you know, give the positive qualities, the you are so courageous. Wow, are you tenacious? And I see your beautiful light, and, you know, and really connect. And the more of us that heal that wounded inner child, the ego can relax and the soul can come forward. So it takes it takes a little extra effort, right, here. Oh, it's constant. You know, for, yeah. Almost. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've got to stop, pull back, be consciously looking at that. And and so it, it takes that <laughs> it's worth the effort. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, every situation that I'm in, I try because there might be this, this balance too, between am I being empowered or am I I in my ego? Right. Right. So even Mm -hmm. for an example, last night I went to a, you know, a woman's gathering and they're kind of just starting to open up to some things, you know, and mm-hmm. and I really have to stay because I've I've been doing this for a really long time, 
but I enjoy being around people who are at least open, right? Or who are, and and, and there, I, there's so many wonderful things that we do, we can do we do together as as groups. But I have to to make sure to check my ego out the door that I'm not going into it as I'm the one who knows it all because I've been doing this for so long, right? Perfect. I'm I'm here on the same same playing ground here to share. Yeah give and take energy and be a part like everyone else. And, and just because this is what I do as a living and I've wrapped myself around it more, doesn't make me more important. And, and, and that's what the ego wants to do is to make yes. you feel more important. <laughs> exactly. That one's a good one to check us and put us in <laughs> place. Beautiful Sherry. And, um, and when that inner child heals, it's, that aspect of us that helps us be more buoyant, curious in the moment and present. How wonderful, right? Would this world be more of us are operating from that? Absolutely. Yes. Creative, free, spontaneous. Yes. (laughs) There we go. Great. How about your last one? Okay. Hmm. I went back and forth because I had two of them that were both equally is loud and I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with. Well, we'll probably talk about this one's probably more important. So I'm going to say this one saying yes to your soul. So the soul wants expansion. Well, if you're watching the show, not everyone's soul probably wants expansion, but if you're watching right, this right. show, your soul does because that's what we're about. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't have been drawn to it. <laughs> Let's just put right. it that way. Right. And mm-hmm. so saying saying yes constantly, because as you're saying yes to your soul, you're saying yes to the divine. You're saying yes to oneness. You're saying yes to, to probably the reason you take birth, took birth. And it would be only your ego that would stop you from saying yes or would say no because it's afraid to grow. So it, you know, these, these kind of tie together. Do you have more to say about that one? Not in a moment. You're doing well. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another one that's just a constant, isn't it? Is it not? That's a constant too. Yes, again. Yes. Yes. And that's been a big one for me as the choice in May, right? Yes. Mm. To my true self, my authenticity, my, to continue to lift and trust the guidance. Yeah, always, always in the choice months, and we, and we cycle awareness, experience, choice, awareness, experience, choice. So May was a choice month. So just be aware. June is an awareness. July is an experience. August is another choice. So in those choice months is when your soul is asking you, okay, do you want to grow? <laughs> and so an act of love is yes, but maybe you know, maybe it's time to sit one out you know i don't know maybe that's an act of love too <laughs> to to yeah, honor if, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it can be for some absolutely or, yep beautiful okay. you're up any <laughs> any so that was my main four um oh. and the things other things i um i had jotted kind of wove into what we were saying okay and um and just like, you know, I love myself as I am and as I am not. Another area that I like to 
reflect on periodically is I give myself permission to, you know, and trust. What's the first thing that comes up? I give myself permission to, and it ties to that about putting yourself first, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's been just another theme around that to learn, you know, wow, because we can have all these hidden resistances that we don't even know mm-hmm. until they become more common. So that along with that, I'm preparing to be amazed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that those that deeper self-inquiry is, is, is offers evolution. Mm-hmm. The more that we, you know, do those open-ended and what's there, not judge it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of actually when I said I had two at the end, that's you've okay. kind of hit on it. Yes. My my one that I was teetering with that I put was um presence. Yes. So yes. It, mm-hmm. You wouldn't even be aware of doing any of these things if you didn't offer yourself a certain amount of presence. Mm-hmm. So, so presence is really being present with your divine energy. And if you have a hard time being present with yourself, then you're denying aspects of yourself, which is denying your love. <laughs> because because our presence is our love, that it's the divine, it's who we are. And if we can't look at ourselves and be present with who we are, then what Mm -hmm. is it that we're denying? And that's where the distraction comes in. And that's (laughs) right. And a beautiful practice. Uh, You know, that's the the healer medical intuitive (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that comes forward is what, when you're saying that Jerry is, is to gaze into the mirror, right? Mm -hmm. That presence and how present can I be? Look deep into our eyes and see your divine self, that infinite self. If you're familiar with the star practice, connecting to our consciousness in the middle of the forehead and, and, and keep bringing that forward. That's another one that will reveal where we might have some old patterns that are ready to unravel, release. You know, and I know that for some people, presence can be hard too, especially if you're going through anxiety. And I've done this. It is really hard to be present if you're in a space of anxiety. So it's that, that's the time where you put the hand on your heart and you call in, what am I needing? And the self-love mm-hmm. would be, well, maybe you need a vacation. Or maybe you need a time out to just be with yourself for a while. Maybe you need to go see someone and you have an old trauma that's coming up that you need to care for. So it's just that presence even around the anxiety to love yourself enough to find the root yes. of it and take care of yourself in that way. Right. Yeah, not run from it, to be with it. Yes, because underneath, you know, contributing to anxiety is usually... Um, a belief around worthiness and not safe being you. And mm-hmm. so that all ties in. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. All right. Good. And my time is winding down. I am, I have a new card deck I was sharing with Jerry here called the Elfin Quest that I absolutely love. And so thank you to everybody in the chat joining us, beautiful beings. We feel you. We appreciate you. And I'll draw a card for anybody listening. What do we need to most here right now? And I don't know if you have your set too, Jerry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll draw one and you, you can draw one and we'll yep. see, you'll see what kind of magic we'll we can create. <laughs> yes. Here we go. And there's a, this, there's a sigil and an angel God that goes with it. You might want to see that. Feel the energy of that. And it is Sybil Lanuk Urster. Nothing is ever what it seems. 
Finding the many depths behind the obvious is the adventure of the moment. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love what? it. Yes. Those layers is. that we started out with. <laughs> right. The awareness of, you know, we can, about the judgment, right? Judging something good or bad. It's never as it seems. So As it seems. There's right. a hidden layer that may stay open to revealing. Okay, so I pulled a I pulled self ascension seven, and so that is a physical body card. Yep, and I'm gonna read that self ascension seven authenticity. So freedom cannot be granted to you by a government, a country, a friend, or a relative. Freedom can only be found when you accept the truth of yourself without doubt or fear. True leadership is a benevolent energy that embraces the good of the whole as a priority. This priority comes without egoism, interfering, or seizing priority. To wear a crown as a symbol of your authentic expression of light and body is a gift that opens the doorway to your infinite expression as love in action. The time is now for you to accept this crown of authenticity Go beyond the limits of this world and soar with the eagles. You are free and it is your time. Yes. So perfect. And I love the soar with the eagles because eagles have been showing up in my path continually lately. So, Yes. And I've got something funny to add. So at my little group I was at last night, we played a, it's like a relationship game and it has deeper questions of going in with a group, kind of open up and get to know each other. And one of the gals pulled the card. If you could write a little letter to your inner child, what would you say to her? And so one of the things that I said to her was, you are free. (laughs) I love it. Yes. (laughs) All right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in today. It was a lot of fun. and It was fun. I hope you all enjoyed something. Yes, go go on and go love yourselves to death, right? Go do whatever it is that makes you feel good. And remember to put yourself first, right? Do what's best for you and not what's best for everyone else. That's it. What I give myself permission to do is to be is, yes. Mm -hmm. Like Jerry said, she's free. Beautiful. Big hugs of love to all. Goodbye, everyone. Until next week. Namaste.